Welcome back to the Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation Grizzly Bear Blues. I am the one P Shark. Um, I think I'm at underscore Scott Lee on Twitter. I think I'm still trying to find myself, just like how the Grizzlies are. I hope everybody else is doing a, is doing well. Things are going well, my brother. This you got Trevor. Dylan Brooks is back, which means Dylan Brooks Island is back up in full effect. Apparently, three is the magic number for the Grizzlies. We'll get to that in just a second, but I'm going to kick it down to the big and down low. And looks like he is out because he's frozen. Oh, there he is. I'm good. Back, back, back. Sorry, y'all. Your man, Tash, here, and I come with sincerest apologies to my S5 brothers. I come humble, and I come ashamed and embarrassed. But we're gonna make it through this this beautiful Sunday. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and get to the week. Before we start, we're gonna give an honorary player of the week to Dylan Brooks for returning from injury. <laughs> Before we get yeah, started. We're keep it that short and sweet. He had twenty he had twenty in both games. <laughs> both losses, but you know, he's back and he looks like once he gets his legs under him, he'll be back in full effect. So all right, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> Start this week off. You know, I was in a great mood. Went to L.A. last week to watch my Titans beat the Rams. They called me Hollywood Shark when I got Hollywood back. Shark. I returned on Monday night to the Mr. 500 Shark, apparently, because the Grizzlies were down by 12 points to the Minnesota Timberwolves with uh, four minutes left in the game. <laughs> uh, somehow they come back and win. Uh, uh, Cat hit a crazy shot to take an OT. Uh, Still, yeah, crazy shot, but they pulled it out. Okay, yeah, yeah, all is well, all is good, right? No, no, no. Wednesday night, played the Charlotte Hornets in Dylan Bruce return. They decided to rank about the bench, and we proceed. Missed a lot of open shots, but my main thing is defense, 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 defense. I see no defense being played by them, and therefore they lost by 10. Friday night against the Phoenix Suns at home. Yeah, I mean, they were down by like almost 40 at one point in that game, lost 119 to 94. Just move on from that one. And Saturday, the horn the, I'm about to say the Hornets. The Pelicans are one and twelve. One and twelve. I know Brandon Ingram is back uh in this game, but I don't think we overled in this game. Uh it was straight up. The Pelicans had to lead the whole game, uh, up by as many as 20 something at one point, and proceed to win 112 to 101. Brand could degrees this record to below 500, as my name today is below 500 shark because they are now six and seven. What are y'all thoughts about this week? Gentlemen, ladies that are listening, everybody that's watching and listening, outside, don't give Isaac, you know, Isaac Simpson kudos to this because I, I saw this tweet and I just, it blew my mind. Outside of the Lakers game, gentlemen, the Grizzlies <laughs> are, um, they've lost six of the games by an average of 20 points. Um, and in those games, they've given up 100 and 18 points a game that that's pretty terrible i think going into this season we had um hopes we had expectations of the grizzlies being able to i think we i mean we at least i think shark said it and i think a couple of us agreed and didn't think it was that bad of a suggestion that the grizzlies could win the, the division the grizzlies could have a four or five top seed and I was one of those people that at least one agreed and said that I think we'll do a much better job of winning the games that we're supposed to win, 
And, you know, there are some games in there that would normally be a toss-up that we'll probably still be able to win and, you know, come out on, on the victorious side of it. I predicted last week that we would go 3-1. and one. I predicted that there will be between the Charlotte game and the Phoenix game, that will be a loss. And I think everybody else outside of the Timberwolves, that we would probably pick up one between Phoenix and, and Charlotte. And I just knew that we would beat the, the, the New Orleans Pelicans. And I'd be damned. If they went one and three and really could have went on for it to your point, Sharky. And if it went for a 12 point comeback with four minutes left against the Minnesota Timberwolves, I have no idea what's going on outside of bad defense. And if, in my personal opinion, I think the players owe Taylor Jenkins an apology. I think there have been times where I think there was a reported out, I think a week or two ago, that he allowed them to go to, I think it was the little baby concert, I think. And I think it was right before the heat game, if I'm not mistaken. And he allowed them to go to the, the concert. They did whatever they did. And they showed up and came out absolutely flat. And in my opinion, they've been flat ever since then. They have not played a lick of defense. And I don't care if you roll the ball out against the New Orleans Pelicans, if you roll the ball out against the Minnesota Timberwolves, whoever the case may be. If you aren't defending in 2021, you're going to lose. It's period point blank. Like it, it this this not does not fall on you know one person whether it's Big Steve and them. It doesn't fall on just Triple J. It doesn't fall on John Morant. Collectively as a team, you have to play defense. And when you're giving up 120 points per game, that is recipe for disaster. Um, I hate that I said that they were going three and one. They went one and three, which this week is probably one of the worst weeks that I have probably ever experienced as a Grizzly fan. Because if you lose to the Hornets, eh, okay, whatever. If you lose to the Phoenix Suns, eh, okay, it's whatever. But you roll the ball out against the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion Williamson, and you give up Shark. I'm not Shark. Took you just mentioned this person's name right before we get we started. We went on air. You gave up 20 points and you gave up over 100 points to New Orleans Pelicans. And you gave up 20 points to somebody named Herbert, who I don't, first of all, I'm not sure why his mama named him Herbert and he's younger than 30 years old. <laughs> I am completely frustrated with this Grizzlies team. I'm completely frustrated with the coaching staff. I'm completely frustrated with everything that's going on this so far this season. I'm hoping we turn things around. Somebody else have at it. Yeah, I need you to clock out for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to clock out on that, my my guy. Well, Herbert is somebody's grandparent name, though. Like, yeah, that's why you said younger than thirty. Why you said younger than thirty? Everything that I said was gonna happen last week for the Grizzlies happened this week. The only thing that, that shocked me was the loss to the Pelicans. Like I said we would struggle against Minnesota, but somehow pull the game off. I said we'd lose to Charlotte. I said we'd lose to Phoenix. I thought that after the loss to Phoenix, they bounced back against New Orleans, but that just wasn't the case. Granted, uh, New Orleans got Brandon Ingram back. And, you know, Brandon Ingram is Brandon Ingram, but you would think just after those back-to-back losses, you would think they would show up and do at least something. And to Skylar's point, like this team is not defending at all, more specifically defending at the three-point line because the Grizzlies are giving up way too many threes to these teams. Um, I think the only exception was probably the Minnesota game where Minnesota shot like 37% from three for the entire game. Then you go to the game against Charlotte, 
41% against Phoenix, 48%, and against New Orleans, 48%. So if you're hitting close to half half your attempts against the Grizzlies, you pretty much are going to be in pretty good shape. That's why my name is three is the magic number, because apparently if you make a, making a decent amount of threes against the Grizzlies at a nice little clip, you got a pretty good chance of winning. And also the scholars point, this, this falls on everybody. It's not really just one person to blame. This is on the coaching staff. This is on the players. Um, this probably lean a little bit more towards a certain guy who can't seem to stay out of foul trouble on top of uh, getting paid $105 million. Um, we'll get to him in just a second as well. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm disappointed to say that I was right because I would have loved to have been wrong this week. I mean, I was wrong because I did say it would go 500, but how things transpired um, kind of points to me being right. So I'm a little indifferent about that, but something's got to give, man. Some, they they got to turn it up defensively, and hopefully with Dylan Brooks finally being back, and once he gets his legs under him, gets back in the playing shape, maybe that'll start to change, but we'll see. So I really wanted to hold judgment because, like, if you look at the games one through ten, we definitely – I think ESPN had it ranked like we had, like, one of the hardest schedules, which isn't an excuse. But at the same time, we did win, I guess, what we can say 500 ball, playing the hardest schedule, you know, beginning schedule of the season. So this last week was like, okay, we can get we can get some wins. Like, these are teams that we should beat. But we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. And, we, you know, y'all hit the hammer on the head with all the rest of the games, so we don't talk about that. But two things in particular I got to talk about is, one, Taylor Jenkins starting Desmond Bain. I told y'all, and I will continue to tell y'all, the star Desmond Bain, as much as we all are fans of him, basketball-wise, it doesn't make sense. When you got Dylan Briggs coming back from injury, taking the most shot attempts, which is what he does, where where, it's only one basketball. We got John Morant who's putting up all-star numbers. It's only one basketball. Like I said, Dylan Briggs coming in shooting 18, 19 shots a game. It's only one basketball. So where is a basketball for Dane? For, for, for Bain to uh, put him on the bench, have the bench, do what he's doing, and it'll probably be at a better rate. But that's, that's strike number one because we have no defensive stoppers in the starting lineup. Like if defense is supposed to be and has been our identity for the last few years, why stop now? Star Cal Anderson, this should be a no-brainer at this point. But – We'll learn to see that, you know, I'll be right about that one. But number two, like I told y'all before, I come with this serious apologies. I hate Sheedy's not here so I can look him in the face and apologize to y'all. But as we say on Let's Be Real, if a man show y'all who they, who he is, you got to believe him. I've tried to hold my Jaren stock as much as possible. But last night, like I said, was just straight up embarrassing. We playing the Pelicans. <laughs> we go one for eight, bro. One for eight. <laughs> One for no Zion. JV's defense, I mean, it's all right, but it shouldn't stop you from scoring more than four points. You are a $100 million man, and you put up four points. Where's the heart? So as of last night, I have sold half of my Jaren stock. I ain't sold it all there because I still believe he can be a good player. But a great player is where the question mark is right now, and I don't see it going away no time soon, especially after that effort from last night. So I come and, embarrassed, and I come with the sincerest apologies to my brothers. Y'all tried to tell me I didn't listen as stubborn as I am, and I apologize. And before Sharky goes, I, I got to push back a little bit on the Dylan shot attempts because I actually did a my own bootleg breakdown on this 
ironically enough, in a game against the uh, Pelicans, uh, often too many times the ball ends up in Dylan Brooks' hands with less than five on the shot clock. And what right. do you expect him to do with it? And also with this, and this is what we talked about previously, like in the, in the group me, the Grizzlies are devoid of a second star. So when all else breaks down and Ja can't create nothing for himself, who are you going to go to? Like Dylan Brooks is confident enough to do it, but like I said, game one, you, game one, Dylan was was an outlier. Like we, it was cool, we got it, it was nice, but that's not something you can expect from you know to last for an entire season. So I, that, I, I agree, I agree, and this is not a bash Dylan Brooks segment coming from me, but it's just simple basketball. Like we want Dylan to take those shots. We proven he's proven. Like I'm, I'm. He's he's convinced me that he's a great player. That's what we want from him. But yeah. like I said, if you try to start Desmond Bain, and if you got a hundred million dollar man that need his shot attempts, like it's only one basketball. That, that's my big thing. It's only one basketball. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I lineups is starting Desmond people that Bain don't need was, it. Was, now I would agree there. Starting Desmond Bain was a bad idea there, but I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, Sharky, go, go ahead. <laughs> I wait to see. Uh, that was our first time seeing it starting line up against New Orleans, so we have to give it some time before. But to Tuke's point, I see the I now see the vision. But you know the conversation between him and DeAnthony Melton. So unfortunately, Kyle Anderson won't be the starter. Uh, far and you know information could change over the next week or so. They might play. Hey, put Dylan back in two. Start out the three and let's roll with that. But as announced between Melton and Bain, my thing with Melton that's a short backcourt. Although Melton's a pretty good defender, that's just a that's a pretty that's a really short backcourt with him and Ja and Ja. And I'm about to give Ja his uh thing, his defense. Uh it start I, I ain't gonna say defense starts with him or how bad it is, but when your point guard is not that good on defense, it just kind of like I don't know, it trickles down to the rest of the team. Um and you can really we can't give Ja too much flat because all the workload he got on offense. But right. uh yeah, exactly. I mean, that's not me trying to bash Ja or nothing, but we do gotta give him some, you know, blame because the defense to me, I'm not worried about the offense. They're getting the open shots. They're just not making them right now. They just they struggle shooting this week. That's fine. You was ranked number six in defense last year. Why why are we number 29th or wherever we are? I know yeah, we're 29th. Exactly. I know we're 29th in points per game because Skyler Lutu is averaging 118 in uh, uh points against and losses. It's 114 in games, period. We're 29th. Charlotte is 30th. The Lakers are 28th. New Orleans right there at 27. Like that defense is uh being horrendous, and literally this week I literally turned the game off. I was like, I don't wasn't playing defense. I I just watch. I let me watch. I already watch something else. Let me watch something else. I tune back in and see if they decide to play defense. Like, like it's it's getting ridiculous. I don't know what's the solution. I mean, they got to find. They got to figure out themselves. I don't really have no solution right now. Uh, I see you can call it excuses, whatever. People talking about they're still young. Yeah, they still one of youngest teams. Okay. Uh, whoop de doo. But my whole thing is, if you were number six last year, we're one of the youngest teams. Why are you this far down? I know it's the beginning of the season. Still got a lot of time left. But 500 teams, that's why I've been using this Mr. 500 Shark. I tried to kill it last week and say they were going to go 4-0 this week and kill their 500. But nope, 500 teams are 500 teams, and that's what this team is. 500 teams do exactly what the Grizzlies are doing right now. But let's go ahead and get into our new Segment that I did, we decided to start with Twitter questions. 
decided to put a tweet out, get some questions from some Grizzlies fans that we can answer. So I'm going to give each guy one question by uh, any given fan. First up, we got a question from my guy, Zach. It's Zach, uh, Zach No Randolph. Uh, his Twitter handle is DBL or DB, uh, hold on, DB, yo, DBL, DBL Tree 227. He said, has the ink dried on Triple J's contract yet? Nah, <laughs> but seriously, uh, where does the buck stop with this team? Who's going to show that they have nuts and guts? Skyler, you answered that one. Um, to answer his last part, to answer his first part of the question, it's dry. But again, I was one of those people that was like, yeah, pump the brakes, don't give him the contract extension. Again, just me. Um, but to answer his question as far as, you know, who's going to step up, I think we're going to at least see Dylan Brooks, you know, put that conscious effort, that conscientious effort to say, okay, y'all, let's do the X, Y, and Z. You know, we got to make sure we're ready for these games. We got to play defense. But at the same time, collectively as a team as a uh, as an organization somebody has thought somebody like in a sense has to have his back like he, we see him all the time on tv we see him all the time throughout the games you know pumping up the crowd or you know giving his all diving for loose balls whatever the case may be but who else is doing that like that's my thing like i get it and i appreciate him for everything that he's doing for this team him giving all all that he can but who else is doing it we're getting that from Ja offensively right like who else is going to step up and say we're like we got to shut these points like we got to shut these folks down we can't give up 20 points to somebody named herbert for the new orleans pelicans like that's absolutely embarrassing um so i know to answer this question dylan will step up but my my question to him will be or to anybody who else is going to step up and that and that's my thing so i'm not even i'm honestly not even sure for sure, for sure. And that's the same. I speak those same sentiments. So, got another question by our guy from Let's Be Real uh, podcast and I don't know sports podcast, Savage. At, his Twitter handle is at msavage901. He said, give us your starting five with Jaren at center. Uh, uh, Trail, you take that one. So, if I'm starting Jaren at the five, um, I'll run a five of Ja, Dylan, Kyle Anderson, Surprisingly enough, because I need to keep De- Desmond Bain firepower coming off the bench, Brandon Clark, and then Jaron at the five. Interesting you say that because the next question <laughs> by uh, <laughs> Fernando Sanchez and his uh, Twitter handle is at Soul Craven, uh, S O U L K R A V E N. And he asked if Adams doesn't continue as the starter, who should be his substitute? My two cents, tell me. Two, you take that one. I actually couldn't agree more. Um, y'all know I love Tillman. Um, his energy, like I've like been saying, is infectious. He will rebound the ball if anything. Um, he's a big body who can guard two through five, really. Um, you can really add Chris Paul. I mean, a point guard, when he, the way he guarded Chris Paul last year. Um, so my bet would be Tillman. Um, I would love Brandon Clark as well. Um, but tell me, he's just a bigger body who, who still potential-wise, we don't know what he can do um, offensively, but defensively, like we gotta get back in that top ten like defenses ranking because us being twenty-six is embarrassing. So if we were to start anybody outside of Adams at the five, it'll be Tillman for me. But to I'll say this, I don't think you necessarily have to get into the top ten defensively. Like I think I'll take the top fifteen. Uh, maybe yeah. no, 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 no. When you're talking, you're talking to somebody who we all saw top six defense last year. 
for us to fall 10 spots down and we're supposed to have a better team, more experienced team, no, nah, I don't I'm, – I'm not trying to hear a top six or a top 15. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need top 10, for, like, defense-wise. Like. <laughs> but, yeah, to kind of put my two cents in, in a perfect world, you would want Xavier Tillman to develop into that starter um, at the five if you're not going to keep Steven Adams around. But that remains to be seen. Like, Burr has to get, like, a consistent amount of minutes because he'll get 18, 20 minutes one game, and then you won't see him for practically a month. And then another game he decides he's going to get 15. So I think we need to see uh, enough of Xavier Tillman. Like, he needs to get a consistent amount of minutes each game for us to kind of make that decision. But ultimately, like I said, in the perfect world, you would much would like to have Xavier Tillman develop into that starter at the five. For sure, for sure. And speaking of Big Steve, uh, next question from Memphis Grizzlies Uruguay. Uh, at, and his Twitter handle is at Memphis UY. What's the solution to Adams? Trade him ASAP? He clearly does not fit well. Uh, let me get my guy Trev to take that one, Big Steve. Of, of course, because I, I saw this question. I'm Of course, I got to defend Big Steve and them on this one. I don't think Big Steve and them is the problem defensively or the problem, period. Like, he fits fine with the Grizzlies. Like, you brought him in to be your defensive anchor. Like, if you're expecting him to be Jonas Valanciunas, then I'm just going to tell you right now, don't hold your breath because that's not going to happen. Um, But I just feel that he does on the offensive end. He he misses a little bit too too much, uh, too many layups. For, for my liking, and I, I've known that since his time in Oklahoma City, he missed a little bit too many too many bunnies for me. But um, you brought him in to be your defensive anchor, and it's not working as well because the Grizzlies are giving up too many points to what Skyler is saying. But it's primarily from the three point line, like I like I mentioned earlier, like the Pelicans and the Suns in back to back games have shot nearly fifty percent from the three point line. Like, that's not Steve's job to defend the three-point line. That's on your perimeter, guys. Like, again, so Steve is is, is not the problem. Is is defending the three-point line, ultimately. So, there you go. And you mentioned JV in that statement somewhere. And our next question. My guys in the Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports uh, podcast. What's and good? The Twitter handle is at Fat Boy Fade Away. How much do the Grizzlies miss JV? Took you answer that one. Unfortunately, I don't think we miss him a lot because everything that Trevor just said about Steven Adams is 100% true. Like, we have a defensive anchor in Steven Adams. He's rebounding the ball. He, of course, missed layups, but, you know, that, that's, that's just him. That He is a starter in the NBA for a reason. And, like I said, he's the strongest and he knows how to use it. As far as on the offensive side, I guess we can kind of miss him, but we got Steven Adams because, like like I've been saying since the start of his podcast, it's only one basketball. We take the ball out of JV's hands to give, you know, Triple J more opportunities to score the ball, even though he's not doing it. The opportunities are still there because JV is somebody who would need the ball offensively. Um, Dylan Brooks coming back, he needs the ball offensively. John needs the ball offensively. So you got a lot of offensive players. Which which is why Kyle Anderson, like I said, needs to be starting. He don't need the ball, but he can. He's a he's a better playmaker than most people realize. So we need players who don't need the ball, and Stephen Adams fits his role perfectly. 
uh, coming from OKC and knowing how to play with a Russell Westbrook type of player. So he's been to the finals. He, he knows how to play. No, he didn't go to the finals. That's my bad. But he knows what he's doing. He knows his role, and he does it well. So I don't think we miss JP too much. I personally miss JP because I'm a fan of him, which is why he's on my fantasy team. But I don't think Grizz miss him as much as they should because, I mean, like I said, we got Steven Adams who's doing his thing. I, I, I have the perfect thing. Grizz Nation misses JV because they don't want to hold Jaron Jackson Jr. accountable for his shortcomings. You said it, not me, but I agree. <laughs> Shots like fired. <laughs> I'm like at the Art of Trevor, that. and remember, of is still the preposition. Dang, so, no, and to, and to answer that, I think you, I think one can be real with themselves and say that I think the Grizzlies miss JV. It may not be that much, but I think where he helped you is times where. Ja may not have it going. Triple J may not have it going. So if nothing else, you can just give him the ball down low, and he's going to give you some points. He's going to give you 10 or 15 points that may come off as fairly easy or Ja doesn't have to work as hard or, you know, uh, De'Anthony Melton may not have to try as hard. Giving the ball to JV down in the post, one slows the game down, and then two, you can get those easy points. And I, I think just as much as he will help you offensively, I think he could probably help you defensively as well, too, too, because those shots that you aren't making now, like you now have to turn around and be on the defensive end. Those are offensive possessions because JV was a really good offensive rebounder. Um, I think statistically maybe Steven Adams was a little bit better, but JV at least gets you, you know, easier points. And so that at least takes away some of those defensive positions where you are having to guard, in my personal opinion. So I think they miss them. Yeah, it's give and take. I think so far they miss him uh, to start the season, but I think over time they won't miss him uh, to their point. Scott's point, you're missing those easier baskets. Like I said, we struggled shooting this week, and that's when you just dump it down to JV. And on the turn, it does help the defense because you can settle down a little bit, get some easy shots, and just get back and sit up on defense. So that's some great points all, all y'all make. But I think overall, like Trevor said, Grizz Nation misses him. I think the Grizzlies as a team, they're ready to transition to a different style of play, different offense. They just haven't gotten there yet. A uh, little like they were there in the beginning. Struggle some. Once the shot's not falling, of course, it's not there. Uh, I do think yeah. Taylor Jenkins needs to make some adjustments somewhere because it's looking like Triple J can't post up. I've seen him post up before, and I just think it's the offense that's not allowing him to get down and post position sometimes. I think he just he just have him around the three-point line. It could, be, it could be Triple J. It could be Taylor Jenkins. I don't know what it is, but we can get some easier baskets if he were to – just decide to get some plays for him in the low post. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, he may not be able – he may not bang with the bigs down low, but I'm pretty sure he'd be willing to bang with a guard. That's why I said Taylor Jenkins needs to figure out a way to get 3J some easy baskets and just stop, like, sitting him at the three-point line and just hoping he's making threes. Because, like I said before, also, when he's not making threes, he's almost disengaged. So – that's my challenge to Taylor Jenkins. Like, figure out a way to get Jaron Jackson Jr. going, um, to get him some easy baskets. I kind of saw that just a tad bit in the Pelicans game because he, you know, was able to get get some um get some baskets off some floaters and things of that nature. But um, I see him getting opportunities in the low post. Like, if it's a guard on him, there's no reason why he shouldn't be posting up because I think he has enough to where he can at least face up, take one dribble. He's at the rim. 
if he gets fouled, that's two free throws. He hits his free throws at a pretty decent clip. So that that's my challenge for Taylor Jenkins. Like, figure out a way to get Jaron Jackson Jr. some easy baskets. And then, of course, on Jaron's end, he just got to, like, stay out of foul trouble because he has too many unnecessary fouls for my liking. So there you go. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see too many Jai and Jaron picking roles. You don't. You don't. Yeah, I, I think okay, I may cool. have. Seen I thought it was it, just me. I think I may have seen it once in a, in a set, like a one four set or whatever, to where um, Jaron eventually would catch it at the top of the key to uh, to make the three, but not not much of it. Yeah, yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. Thank y'all for everybody who uh, answered, asked us a question. We had a one distant one that really not answered. It's not really a true question. Triple J ain't it, so who is? Uh, it was about Corey OP. Uh, really can't. And it's not really like a true question. So, man, appreciate you uh, asking us, though. But My question to you is, who would you want? Because essentially you're saying trade Jaron Jackson Jr. So if you are in climbing shoes or Jason Wexler, and you decide to trade Jerry Jackson Jr., who would you want in return? I'll throw that back at you. I think another part of his question, too, was it's like if, you know, we see that Jerry's not it, so who can step up and be, I guess, the second star, which is what we've been asking all season? I think that's probably more so what he's asking. I Man, it's still, it's still back to Trevor's point. And it's still, yeah, it's still back it's to Trevor's point. Star is <laughs> yeah. <on the> roster. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, absolutely, man. Like I said, appreciate the question. Uh, hey, let us know. Uh, like I said, listen to the show and let us know. Uh, Corey O P uh, C O R I zero P. So keep the questions right. coming too, Twitter. Keep right. them coming. Like this, this is cool. Yep. <laughs> keep them coming. Sure, be sure to do this every week. But let's finish off. We got the week preview. Uh, we got the Rockets at home on Monday. Got the Clippers at home Thursday, and at Minnesota on Saturday. What is their record this week? That's about three games, is it not? Yep. Lord Jesus, I hope that they can beat the Rockets. Um, I will say this. If they decide that they don't want to defend, Jalen Green going to go off of 30-35. I will, you can damn near book that. So I'm hoping that they at least try to defend. <sighs> Give me 2 and one I'm not sure why in the hell I'm going to. I'm just going to hope and pray that they don't allow the Minnesota Timberwolves or um, that team or Carl Anthony Towns, whoever it may be, or heck, hopefully they ain't Patrick Beverly. They go for twenty points in that in that game. So give me two and one. I'm not sure why I'm going two and one, but give me two and one. Give me um, a win against the Rockets, a win against the Timberwolves, and I think they lose against the Clippers. Man, I hate to do this, and again, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm actually going one and two. I I, I don't see until they get this whole thing situated with the defense i don't see this changing and to be honest with you i don't i'm gonna go in typical grizzly fashion i think they beat the clippers and they lose to the t wolves and the rockets so there you go it's 500 team for you (laughs) (laughs) i i think it'll be in typical grizz fashion they will they will show up they will beat the clippers at home because i believe that game is at home yeah, it is. And they will lose to the Rockets and they will lose to the Timberwolves because I think somebody's going to get loose in, the, in that Timberwolves game, whether it's going to be D'Lo, whether it's going to be Cat, or it's going to be Anthony Edwards. One of those three is going to go off. And that's what's going to eventually do the Grizzlies in. So there you go. 
Trevor, you said that Jalen Green may go off on it. This is guy Jay Sean Tate. I have to see if any Rockets players had any crazy names. You know, after getting twenty piece by Nikhil and, and Herbert, so I have to watch out hey, for Jay I'm tell hey. <laughs> I told you on Twitter, bro. Put some respect on SGA cousin name, bro. <laughs> I got two names, bro. But no, um, give me two on one loss with the Clippers. Um, win against the Rockets, win against Timberwolves. I would love for us to win against the Clippers, but they on they streaking right now. Paul George is actually looking like an MVP candidate. So uh, give me a loss there, and but two wins against the Rockets and the Timberwolves. Yep, that's a tough one. Uh, no, Trevor, this is boy over there. He predicted him to win MVP. Uh, Paul George. Hey, you looking good. They won seven in a row. Um, not only him, Eric Blesso has been looking really good. Uh, Richie Jackson, all the guys over there. So, shout out to the Clippers. Um, I I got the name below five hundred. Shark. If they do what Trevor do, that's below five hundred. I got to stick. I give it to my stick. My five hundred. They got to go two and one to stick to that. They'll be eight and eight. After this week, so give me two and one, but give me the give me a loss. Damn, look good on the road. Give me the that shoot. They ain't look good at home like they either. I was just, they ain't look good at home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, you know what? Forget now. Nah, below five hundred shark this week, man. Give me the win against the Rockets and two losses against the Clippers and uh and at the uh Temple Wolves. That's gonna we're gonna be seven and nine after that. I think. Yep. Ooh wee. Hmm. So seen. <laughs> what anybody got anything else? No, I just hope the Grizzlies decide to play defense. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, y'all oh, yeah. really. But no, I say y'all. I apologize, and y'all. I apologize, and y'all ain't let me know if y'all accept my apology. If y'all declined it, like at least let me know some about it. There, as far as that. Okay. Goes. Well, I, like to know. I don't even know well, what you're apologizing about. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> But I do accept your I do accept your apology, and with that comes a complimentary a complimentary room on Dylan Brooks Island. Again, you are always welcome on DB Island. So, hey. so my 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 apology is like I because I've been like the biggest Jaren supporter, and y'all been telling and saying how y'all felt about Jaren for the longest, and I just ain't been listening. So that's where the apology comes in, sir. Hey, no uh, need to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just fall in line with the rest of the nation right now. They don't don't want to see the light on Jaren. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's all right. It, it's it, it's a bittersweet. It's a bad feeling to know we gave one hundred and five million dollars to possibly a glorified role player. <laughs> let's just let's just be yeah, let me just tell you you know my favorite team is the Titans. This reminds me of the Titans and the Titans fan went back and forth about Marcus Mariota for years. That if we I'm comparing Jaren Jackson to Marcus Mariota. That's not good. That is not good. Yeah, that's at all. Not especially, great at all. especially with, with his former teammate and a guy in his same draft class that's been balling this season. That's possibly uh in the, could be in the running for MIP, and that's Miles Bridges. So he ain't looking too good for three J right now. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Yep. Hopefully he gets it going to at least be. Well, I think he could be as a number three, not number two, but city number two. But uh, remember, follow us at Starting Five, the number five MEM. Follow Grizzly Bear Blues, the SBN Grizzlies, and listen to the other podcasts on the network 3D Podcast, Core 4 Podcast, GBB Live, and The Long View by Parker Fleming. Remember to follow me at the one underscore P Shark. I'm still at underscore Scott Lee on Twitter. 
I am at the auto Trevor, of course, of is still a preposition. And I'm at Tab Shakir. And follow our fifth member who's uh had to miss today. It, it's really shady. <laughs> Just as simple as that. But to next time, Chris Nation. Go Grizz. Go Grizz.